Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the UK Investor Magazine mobile app. For today's podcast, we're going to be taking a deep dive into a company that's currently crowdfunding on Cedars. Uh, we're going to be speaking with the COO of Nebius. Nebius is an alternative for Web3. It integrates traditional banking and cryptocurrencies. So we're going to be covering those markets in some detail. So I'd like to introduce you to Michael Stroev, who is the CEO of Nebius. Michael, thank you very much for being with us today. Hi, Jonathan. Thank you. Thank you for having me on board. So we're going to be discussing a little bit later on the crowdfunding campaign. That's a 96% at the moment on Cedars, uh, set out there with a target of just over 1 million euros. Um, so that's nearly fully funded. We're going to be talking about why the company's raising funds and what they plan to do with those funds. But before we do that, Michael, we're going to be speaking about the company. We're going to be speaking about the market and the exciting environment that you're operating in. But to start with, it would be good to get an introduction to yourself, please. You know your your role at Nebius and you know, a little bit about your experience. Of course. Um, so I'm currently the COO and head of product at Nebius, but that's a, well, that's officially unofficially. I'm actually the COO, head of product, and head of marketing at Nebius. Um, at Nebius, I basically developed the whole product, everything that you see. Uh, everything that you can feel, everything that you can use, it's me. Um, all of the marketing campaigns that we run and every all the, let's say, brand that, that stands behind Nimbus has also been developed by me. And from an operational perspective, I run Nimbus, making sure that we are growing. Um, Ah, sorry, God. <laughs> can we can we can we take that again for some for some yeah, reason? Yeah, I, yeah, I lost I lost my word. I, I, no, no, yeah. So just, <laughs> so just, just take, just take a pause. Just, just start, uh, just start again from whenever you feel comfortable, and we will chop it out. Yeah, cool. Uh, wait, what's the word? Um, effectively, and uh, I wanted to say we were going effectively scaling. Uh, yeah. Um, Bum, 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 bum. So let me let me just actually start uh, st start that uh, from from the beginning. Uh, yeah. Uh, so just just start. Just I mean, it'd be easier if we just start from the uh, the the introduction again. Just yes. just start from the top. Yes. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, so can you can you shoot the question one more time at me? Yes. So Michael, it'd be good to hear a little bit more about yourself and your experience and your role at Nebius. Uh, yeah, of course. Sure, Jonathan. Um, so at Nebus, I am the COO and head of product. That is uh, officially. Unofficially, I'm actually the COO, head of product and marketing. But what that means is that basically everything that you see from a product perspective has been developed by me. Um, everything that you see at Nebus from a brand perspective and marketing perspective is developed, has been developed and is managed by me. And I obviously manage oversee Nebus from an operational perspective, making sure that we're scaling uh, and growing uh, quickly and effectively. Fantastic. So, as I said, Nebius are operating in the traditional banking and looking at integrations with uh, cryptocurrency. So it'll be good to hear a little bit more about the operations of the business, please, Michael, and, and what you're setting out to do and, and, the, and the problem that you see out there in the market that you're trying to fix. Mm-hmm. 
essentially, we are a bridge between traditional finance and the cryptocurrency world. Um, today, the biggest problem is that a lot of, let's say, banks still do not work with cryptocurrencies. Um, it's very difficult to move in and out of cryptocurrencies, whether you want to buy or sell or sell them. Um, and people who exchange using big cryptocurrency exchanges often find it difficult to withdraw their, their let's say, earnings to banks. Uh, with Nebius, we kind of, let's say, integrate those both worlds in, in one app, meaning that a person who trades, buys cryptocurrencies, sells cryptocurrencies, uses cryptocurrencies, doesn't need to withdraw his funds to his traditional bank. Everything is in one app. He can use Nebis for his cryptocurrency needs, but he can also use Nebis for his um, finance needs, meaning spending directly from Nebis, receiving salary directly in Nebis, and then straight away sending that to the crypto account for, for, uh, for spending, making third-party payments, basically using Nebis exactly like a traditional bank account. Fantastic. So, I mean, where, where is this app targeted at, at the moment, uh, Michael? You know, where, who, who's who's using it? You know, and sort of, you know, how how many people have you got on board so far? So we have one hundred thirty thousand users right now, a little bit over one hundred thirty thousand users right now on board at Nebis. Uh, primarily, our user base is split between the EU and the UK. However, it's a little bit more inclined towards the EU right now because our full bridge between traditional finance and crypto is only available on the European side for European markets. It is coming to the UK very soon. So right now, for example, our marketing activities are core, well, mainly targeting at the core European countries uh, and people who are residents in the EU because that gives them basically U European residents can open up uh, their IBAN accounts uh, when GBP sort code, sort code accounts on the money account side and start using Nebis um, as, as we are marketing it right now as that that bridge between uh, traditional finance and uh, and crypto. Fantastic. So it'll be interesting to hear Mike a little bit more about what sets you apart from some of the other apps out there which facilitate payments using cryptocurrencies. I mean, it's quite an interesting. Uh, point that you made there that people are able to be paid into the app uh, that their wages paid into the app and then transferred into crypto if they so wish so it'll be good to hear a little bit more about the the mechanics of how the app works and and what's unique about nebius compared to to what else is out there at the moment okay well i think that the answer here is very easy is that when a user opens up a nebius account he gets a full-blown dedicated international bank account number right so like you would in any traditional bank that you can use exactly like you would any traditional bank uh, allowing you to receive payments from any any person third party or yourself make payments to any person third party yourself your virtual visa card is linked to your iban account right so it's a real uh, debit card attached to an international bank account number right and all of that is seamlessly connected to the cryptocurrency side so essentially let's put it this way from the mechanics perspective you transfer funds you send funds from your traditional bank account to your nebis bank account uh, iban account uh, those funds arrive you then go and send those funds from your Nebis money account, your Nebis IBAN account, directly to your crypto account at the touch of, let's say, like three buttons, and basically start investing in crypto. Or vice versa, you receive uh, your cryptocurrency funds from a third-party exchange, 
convert them into euros or GBP, send those funds to your Nibis money account at, at the, with three clicks and start spending. And that's it. Uh, the big biggest difference is that not a lot of uh, players right now in the market offer this. Um, let's put it this way uh, to get to get more into detail. Exchanges, for example, they have Euro uh, wallet accounts, which are not dedicated uh, international bank account numbers in your name, right? So yes, you will potentially maybe have a card that you can link to that account and start spending, but it's not an account that's in your name. It's going to be the account that's in the name of the company of the exchange, and it's not going to have the same mechanics as a traditional um, let's say, uh, as, as, as an international bank account number, which is very close to a traditional uh, banking framework. Uh, so that's the biggest difference. And that's what essentially separates us from the competition today. So in effect, it's, it's a bank account with that within the same app, you have the ability to transfer over into crypto and and trade crypto and send crypto pay, payments. Is that is that correct? Yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah. it's, it's essentially like another, let's say, good example would be uh, imagine you have a traditional bank account um, and then many, well, some uh, traditional bank accounts have um, trading, like stock uh, stock market trading, right? So usually to access uh, stock market trading, you need to fund your trading account, right? Which is basically a process that you go into, you, you select um, your, your euro or GBP account, say uh, transfer funds to your trading account, transfer those funds to your trading account and start trading and buying stocks, right? That is exactly the same thing that we have on Nibis, but instead of the trading accounts and stocks, we have crypto. So given that you've already built the infrastructure within the app to have a bank account and, and a crypto uh, trading and, and payment facility, is there the possibility that you could open up other financial services within the app? You know, could, could it be stock trading or, or financial markets trading, for example? Yes, and actually, that's on the roadmap for 2023. That's that's one of the biggest products that we plan on releasing. It's basically a, a full-blown uh, brokerage service that will allow stock market trading, commodities trading, potentially bonds in the future. Um, that's something that is currently under development, and we hope to release it by Q3 2023. Fantastic. Right, so we're going to move on now to... One of the main reasons why we're speaking today, Michael, and that is your, your crowdfunding at the moment on Cedars. As I said at the beginning, uh, you've nearly met in just uh, just a few days, actually, your target of 100 and, no, sorry, uh, 1 million, just over 1 million euros. Yeah, and currently at 1 million 61,808.8 to be precise. Yes. So about, <laughs> about 96%. So before we go into the, the current round, it would be good to get an idea of how, how you've got here from a funding perspective. Because, of course, to, to get to where you are, to get 130,000 active users on, on the app, that would have required some funding. So how, how have you, you got to the point of you know, where you are now? I mean, what, what funding have you had in the past? Um, so initially, the company was bootstrapped by our founder and, and CEO, Sergey. So that took the company like through multiple years of development, iteration, testing, up until 2019, where, uh, where basically Nibis raised the first seed round. Uh, that round was approximately 1.5 million euros. Um, that then got Nibis to, let's say, build the app and platform that exists today, right? So at that stage, we basically uh, moved and developed everything that you can kind of feel and see right now. 
Uh, and in 2020, we had around um, a convertible loan round on Cedars again, right? So this was our first Cedars campaign in 2020, where we raised approximately 1 million euros in total, right? And this was from, I believe, 240 individual investors. This was for, with the help and support of the British Business Bank's Future Fund. Um, and that has gotten us a, a long way. And right now we're re-fundraising well, re on Cedars. This is the first stage of our Series A. Um, and uh, we hope to raise yeah, a Series A in which the total target for us is to raise approximately 10 million. Um, and right now, yeah, on Series, we have approximately 1 million that is already secured. The campaign went public yesterday, I believe. Uh, we have 29 or 28 days left. Um, and so, yeah, we're hoping to raise as much as we can on Cedars and uh, then have an additional top up from uh, institutional and venture capital investors who will allow us to close the, the, the total target of our Series A round. Fantastic. So it would be good to hear a little bit about, I mean, I'm sure investors listening to this as well, potential investors would be very interested to hear you know, what, what these funds are going to be spent on, because of course you, you mentioned there that it there was about a 1.5 million raise to get to where you are now. Uh, you've got to 130,000 users, which is very commendable. So, um, you know, in terms of the crowdfunding now and, and as part of the the larger Series A, what what are you hoping to to achieve from uh, from raising those funds? Okay, so it's 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 a very, it's a quite a simple answer in, in fact um we have three products that we plan on releasing this year right and for, for which we are going to be focusing these funds right um the first one i already, I already talked about is is the brokerage right so it's basically stocks commodities forex uh broker tra trading essentially um trading non-crypto which again opens up an, an additional let's say use case of nebis and and allows nebis to diversify and not be specifically only focused let's say on crypto which we aren't already right but this allows us to be very diverse and let's say be a, a sort of super app so to speak if that makes yeah. sense um second thing is uh, a product uh, that we are going to be developing focused on the crypto side uh which is uh, a, cre a crypto backed credit line um, essentially, this I need to go back a little bit in, into the past. Nibis, uh, Nibis's core product is crypto backlend, right? It was always traditionally crypto backlend. So it's, it's what th this means is it's, it's a product that allows people who have cryptocurrencies to use those cryptocurrencies to get loans in either fiat currencies, user, Euro, Euro GBP or USD or other cryptocurrencies. Uh, the core use case of that is um, investment diversification. Um, or it was actually, let's say, specific targeted expenses. We are expanding this product right now by basically allowing users to accomplish uh, the, the loan process right in fewer steps. This means that they will be able to go into to Nebus, select the assets that they have on Nebus, the cryptocurrency assets, that they want to use towards a credit line, and they will automatically get a credit line on their debit card, on their Nebus debit card, on their Nebus IBAN account for instant spending. Um, that's something that we're going to be developing. It's already actually been, being developed. And again, we hope to launch this by, by Q3 uh, 2023. Um, the third product, and this is the, the last product that we plan to launch uh, this year, is basically Nebius's, again, on, on the crypto side, move towards uh, decentralization. So more, move towards uh, decentralized finance. Um, but to say, like in more simple terms, what, what this will mean is that we will be giving users the ability 
to have self custody of their keys uh, and basically self custody of their uh, cryptocurrencies. So essentially, the wallets, the cryptocurrency wallets or accounts that are on Nebus, that a user sees on Nebus, whether it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, XRP, or any any of that, he'll be able to go in. They'll be able to go in and click, uh, basically, go DeFi, go self custody generate the keys and at that stage basically we hand off all ownership of, of those funds and of the keys to the user and nebus does not have any control of that specific account right so that's control security and DeFi in the hands of users all within the same nebus app um yeah basically in a move towards let's say general decentralization um uh, but but not decentralization because we're still a centralized app um those are, that's on the product side. So those three things that obviously comes with a little bit of, more of marketing behind it. So we, we need marketing to, to, let's say, push those products out to talk about this, this product, communicate about those products and generally communicate about Nebus. So we'll be using those products to expand our communication. And at the same time, uh, we'll be using the funds to communicate about Nebus as a whole and, 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 and boost the communication that we currently have. Um, and all of that obviously goes with team growth. We have funds allocated, a, a specific number of funds allocated for team growth and legal and compliance. Legal and compliance is something that we always need. Uh, legal pr pr procedures and compliance procedures are a, a daily of activity within any, let's say, fintech and crypto space. Um, the next, let's say, license that we are planning to apply for is the Mika license, Mika framework, which is the European um, crypto custody, well, sorry, European cryptocurrency framework that is not still active. It is not still voted upon. Uh, but as soon as it is, let's say, uh, in force, uh, we will be applying for it. Um, so that, yeah, that should give you a full overview of uh, our plans and what our funds will be used for with uh, for the next uh, year, year and a half. Fantastic. So it would be good to actually hear, this is maybe something we should have addressed a little bit earlier on the podcast, but, but we'll, we'll do it now. It would be good to hear a little bit about the revenue model, Michael, and, and how 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 you make money from, from, from the app. You know, is it a case that it's, it's transaction-based? Is there a monthly fee? It would be good to get an idea of how uh, how you're going to generate your, your cash from your activities. Um, sure. Um very much, let's say, fintech uh, banking framework uh, revenue model. Um, the first line is going to be transaction fees, uh, transaction fees and exchange fees. So it's basically all fees that we tra charge for a transaction, for transactions such as depositing funds on Nebus, withdrawing funds for Nebus, transferring in between accounts. Um, and it's also exchange fees. So basically uh, cryptocurrency exchange fees. Um, then we have subscriptions. We have two tiers of, of, of subscriptions at Nebus that and every single tier gives you additional perks. So we have the free tier, like uh, in any, let's say, new bank uh, that exists today. Then we have a, a medium tier that is called hodler subscription. And then we have a ultimate uh, tier that, that is the most expensive. That's called the whale subscription, which gives you the most amount of perks, the, the lowest fees and things like that. And we're constantly developing new and new uh, perks that we're adding to those tiers in order to make more attractive. Um, and last but not least, uh, crypto back lending being one of our core products, um, our revenue model there is interest rates. We earn via the interest rates that, uh, on the loans that we issue. Um, and that's pretty much it. Fantastic. So let's take a step back now, if we may, Michael, and just just look at you know the the wider industry. What's been happening in the fintech industry and also crypto? Of course, there's been 
uh, you know, lots of headlines recently about what's been going on with certain institutions. So it would be good to hear about how Nebius has reacted to those and, and, what, and what steps they're putting in place uh, to make sure that they don't get caught up in some of the problems that we've seen elsewhere in the markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, just before I get into that answer, can you be more specific about what companies you are referring to? Because obviously there have, there have been many different crashes and yes, I mean, yeah, exactly. So, let, on, so let, let's. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there's um, there, there's obviously uh, the most recent banking crisis, um, SBVB, for example. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's that's one. uh, But maybe to start with, because there will be concerns around all banks at the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, it's diminishing. But, you know, when when you're looking at what's happened with with SVB and First Republic, there there will be concerns around uh, those companies that are operating in the more innovative end of the banking industry. Mm-hmm. Well, let's put it this way. We had no exposure to SVB uh, because they're primarily US, USA based. And uh, luckily we, we, we actually never ever worked with them. Um, I guess the biggest problem with them was their investment strategies um, and the use of the basically funds that were de- deposited uh, into their savings accounts uh, amongst many other things. From a Nebius perspective, uh, we are a little bit different. And again, even going into, let's say, the more of the cryptocurrency competitors or cryptocurrency alternative, let's say, platforms to us that have gone through, let's say, similar crashes in 2022. um, I think the biggest difference between us and them is that we've actually never uh, moved assets out users assets outside of Nebus. So we've never rehypothecated assets and we've never reinvested assets. Uh, what this means is that, and, and why this is different to competitors, competitors, for example, they had um, the equivalent to savings accounts on their apps, allowing users to deposit funds and earn very big interest rates, right? And they actually never lowered those interest rates at all. Um, they just kept them the same. Uh, so that's a monthly cost every single month. So the only way that they can cover that cost is to reinvest, rehypothecate, and do something with those assets so that they're actually earning uh, er, er, earning money to cover their costs. At Nibis, we've never really done that. We've First of all, we've never really needed to do that because our business model covers all of our costs. And when we did need to, let's say, let's, let's say lower the costs of, of, of our savings accounts, which are called, let's say, staking and crypto renting, we just lower, lowered the fees. That's it. And all up to the point where we we can bring the fee the, the, the sorry the, not the fees the interest rates we can bring the interest rates all the way down to zero if necessary, and that, and that and that's the biggest difference with us. So I think I guess it's it's just our approach uh, and and strategy that we had in the long term that has allowed us to survive this and be different to others, which is uh, better for us, more secure and more secure for our users because they know that we have a no rehypothecation and no reinvestment policy at Nibis. That's very interesting. I think that that's something that people listening to this, you know, customers and potential investors will be pleased to hear that your your business model, your core business model covers your costs um, and you don't need to go out and, and, and take on investment risk to some extent by trying to generate returns to satisfy your, your interest rates. Um, exactly. So that's, yeah, that's, that, that, that's a positive. So, I mean, just another point on looking at the... The wider industry, Michael, of course, it's a very fast moving 
industry. There's been apps, as we mentioned at the beginning, that have been facilitating crypto and and uh, alongside banking accounts or, or, or similar style uh, accounts for, for some time. So, I mean, how do you see this change in the overall industry that you're that you're working in? So what are the biggest themes that you see at the moment out there? Biggest themes. Um, let's say in the cryptocurrency space specifically, right? Yes, and and then and then the wider fintech, because of course, with your mm-hmm. banking operations, you're you're you are operating in that that uh, that wider fintech space as well. Okay, so I think let's say a big a big theme this year, um, and this is also let's say why one of our products on the roadmap for this year is, is a move toward de- decentralization. Right, um, one of the themes is, is DeFi. Um, everyone is talking about DeFi, self custody, and, and things like that. Basically. Uh, the ownership of the assets that you have, uh, not your keys, not 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 your not your funds, right? Um, that that's a big theme, and and that is the direct outcome of a lot of centralized platforms that have collapsed, and people just saw their funds lost. For this, we are developing this basically self custody option for our users that will be released this year. We also actually already do have a, have an option for users to deposit funds into an insured secured vault. That is done in, in in collaboration with our partners, Bitco, and it's covered by a insurance of two hundred fifty million dollars by uh, Lloyd's of London. So essentially, what and that product is free. Essentially, what that allows users is to deposit their funds into their vault, and when they do that, those funds are deposited onto uh, a cold storage hardware device that is in Bitco's custody. Bitco take that uh, cold storage device place it in in an actual safe, in an actual vault. And in those conditions, it is insured up to $250 million by Lloyds of London. So we already have that product. We made that free as soon as uh, some of the the, 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 the well-known, let's say, uh, centralized platforms collapsed. We made that free to to show users that, hey, look, we have this option. If you you doubt uh, the security of your assets on Nebus, feel free to use it. It is now totally free. The next step is where we're going DeFi and allowing people to have full self-custody of their assets on Nebus within a centralized app. So that's that's definitely one, one theme. The second theme is obviously people are, are continuously looking for um, apps and platforms that will allow the bridge between uh, both worlds, uh, basically, uh, as we are, right? The banking alternative for, for, for Web3. People are, are, are looking for those, let's say, banking frameworks that are friendly to cryptocurrencies and that basically or may, maybe even the best best would be a, a, an app that has both worlds together um a lot of exchanges are and, and a lot of let's say companies are adding cards and, and more and more products that are like allowing people to use their currencies more and more and and, and not even currencies but move in and out of currencies faster and, and better um we're already there. We offer the service. Um, we have a, a let's say, a full blown, as I said, IBAN account that a, a person can, can use just like you would a traditional account linked to his to to his crypto account, which makes us already, let's say, leaders in the space, so to speak. Um, I only know a few platforms in the world that ha- that have the solutions that we have uh, available today, but that is definitely a theme, and I think that next year and in the several years to come, we'll have more and more companies that try and, and build the same thing that we have but difference is that we're already there we're way ahead of the cur- ahead of the curve indeed indeed so just to finish off now michael 
it would be good to hear and and just to, to summarize actually mm-hmm. what you you spoke about because in 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 two key points and and the two key points that you feel are the most exciting things that investors should keep an eye out uh, from Nibius in over the, over the long term and um, to give them an idea of where this company's going. Mm. Interesting. Um, look, I think I, I think I can probably maybe summarize it in in, in one word. <laughs> I don't know if it's it, I, I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if it's honestly the best word because it might be a word that uh, is overused. I actually used it already once today on the on this podcast, and it's uh, let's let's say super app, right? The the fintech. Uh, super app uh, that allows a, a, a full bridge between traditional finance, traditional financial services, and cryptocurrency services. Right. So we already have a full-blown cryptocurrency ecosystem. We already have a full, full-blown banking-style framework allowing users to use Nibis just like they would a, a, a traditional uh, bank account. Right. With the addition of the new products that we're developing this year, the credit line, the brokerage. Also on the crypto side, the, the move towards decentralization that is really going to allow users to who are Nebus to tap into any financial product that is essentially out there, or at least the, the major financial products, right, for their needs, uh, using their currencies, investing in, in stocks, forex, going DeFi, getting loans, getting a credit line, having a virtual card having a physical uh, visa card that is coming this year and very, very soon, the whole thing. So I don't know if it's the best word to use just because simply super app is something that I hear a lot of people talking about right now. Um, and I, I kind of think it's a bit like um, it, it's just overused, but it's it's a good way to summarize uh, where we're heading. Um, and, and and that's that, that's true. So, yeah, uh, one, one word, uh, super app. Uh, fin, uh, super app. F- fintech, fintech, crypto, uh, financial services, and cryptocurrencies, uh, super app. For the Web3 world. There you go. <laughs> very exciting. Very exciting. And I think we, what we'll do in, you know, th- this is obviously a a mission and and a significant undertaking and some of these changes are going to take some time but we'd love to have you back in the future michael to hear about how this journey is going because if you get to that super app status and it, it sounds like the plans that you have it might just be a case of when you you get there it'll be interesting to hear about you the number of users that you have um and a little bit more then about that the revenue generation um side of things because that's going to be something that that really could set you apart from some of the competition and of course that's something to come in there in the future after this current crowdfunding campaign so so looking forward to having that conversation in the future and michael thank you very much for being with us today thank you jonathan and i look forward to speaking to you and uh in x amount of time to give you an update and tell you where we are fantastic so just as a final note to listeners do check out the notes to this podcast there'll be a link through to the cedars page where you'll be able to find out some more information uh, about the crowdfunding campaign download the deck get more information do your own research and and really have a, a deeper look at this story so michael once more thank you very much for being with us and thank you very much to everyone else for, uh, for listening thank you thank you so much thank you jonathan thank you
We hope you enjoyed listening to the UK Investor Magazine podcast. Please do share the podcast and we really value any reviews and comments you leave us in your chosen podcast player. The views presented by the hosts and guests of the UK Investor Magazine podcast are in no way investment advice. And please remember, all investment involves risk.